Hello and welcome to episode one of Stone Bowl Crazy. A monthly un. Episode un. Episode un for our <laughs> French listeners. Um, we are a monthly podcast bringing you the good, the bad and the ugly in the world of rock, metal and alternative music. I am one of your follically challenged co-hosts, Chris, and with all me, at, with me as always, in, in blah, 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 easy for me to say, uh, is my co-host, Chris. How have you been, mate? Not too bad. You? Excrement, yeah, not Excrement. too bad. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Living the dream, as they say, you know, just plodding on in life, working, nothing much. Working for the man. Nothing much to report, really. Well, at least you're back, which means this podcast has officially outlived one of its one of our prime ministers. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So we've done better than. What was her name? Liz Truss. Liz Truss. Yeah, we know our politics. Don't you worry about that shit. Yeah, that is literally the next section of the show. Yeah. Um, our thoughts on who the next conservative leader. Yeah, we're just going to start a campaign to bring Boris back, are we? Uh, nope. No. No, we're not. No. Nope. Nope. <clears throat> Anyhow, I'll <laughs> give you a little bit of an over- overview of what is actually happening on this uh, month's episode um we're bringing you reviews from the latest the latest albums from the virginia groove metal legends lamb of god and the canadian hardcore stalwarts get the shot um looking forward to chatting about these christoph uh i am yeah specifically get the shot um, yeah we've had a couple of text chats and you've been yeah, yeah. quite frothy um but yeah no two two huge albums that have been out in the last few weeks so yeah, plenty yeah. to talk about. I'm um, I'm quite looking forward to them. Not necessarily because I'm going to be glowing with praise, but I think there's a fair amount to talk about with both those albums. Yeah, yeah. I think there's, I want to say good and bad. I mean, I don't think there's much bad. But well, all right, okay. There we might may be, there might we'll, be some we'll, bad. We'll, we'll chat about it. We'll we'll get there. If you we'll say get... anything negative about get the shot, I'm going to punch you in the throat. I know. I'm going to run away with the mic to do, <laughs> to do my review of that. Um, so not only that, Chris and I will talk through an album that we've been listening to recently, um, which I'm quite excited. You will love mine. It is a fucking classic. Absolutely. It's a classic, classic, is it? Classic album, yeah. Oh, okay. Mine's actually, mine's mine's new. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I ended up going down the something new-ish route. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Next week it'll be something blue yeah. from the boy band Blue. Yeah. We'll do their greatest hits. Following so week, all one of those. Something borrowed. Yeah. And uh, then we'll get Through married. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we will be finally counting down our favourite songs that have appeared on horror movie soundtracks or are associated in the um, with the genre in some way, shape or form. Yes, being that Halloween is right around the it's corner. It's a spooky season. Yeah. <clears throat> are you going trick-or-treating? Uh, yeah, I've got my um, outfit. Um going to um, bust the mankini out and go, thought, as, go as Borat. I thought, you, I thought you said you were going to go as somebody called Buster Mankini. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck's that? Buster Mankini, yeah. Maybe that's, that could be my stage name. That could be your stage name, your drag name. Yeah, Buster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, no. Uh, yeah. the, the kids will probably go trick-or-treating, I'd imagine. 
about you? You're going to go trick or treating? Absolutely not. No, no, I've no why interest not? in what it. What about all them sweeties from all them? I can't eat them at the moment. Oh, can't. Oh no, because you're on a strict. I'm on a strict diet. Diet. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm not. I haven't touched a drop of alcohol in a week, so I'm very sad and angry. Oh really? Are you um, off the alcohol now? I'm off the booze until the fight. Yeah. Ah, uh, cool. So, yeah, Chris, you're doing a boxing match. I am ultra white collar boxing. Going to kick someone's ass. I don't. Th- I think I'll be disqualified for kicking. Gonna punch someone's ass. I'm gonna punch his ass. <laughs> Turn him around and punch him right in the glutes. Cool. But, so you've been training for that this week? Yeah, I've been training pretty hard. It's ramped up a bit this week, but it's been really, it's been really fun to be fair. Like on Thursday, I went down to Champions MMA down at uh, Holbury. All right. Uh, my mate L Smith runs it, and he absolutely beasted me. <laughs> Put me through like put me through the ringer and then put me through like five rounds of sparring with people that were constantly fresh. So I was like, yeah, cheers, eh? Oh well, but it was good fun. It was good fun. At least you're getting a good bit of training in, and hopefully you'll have good stamina for the for the fight. It'll be the first time ever. Have you you picked your entrance music yet? Ah no, I'm still on an R in. I hopefully this podcast will give me some ideas. It'll give me some inspiration. Yeah, you never know. Something from Get the Shit or Get the Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) So before we get on to all of that, all that good stuff, um, let's see what's been happening in the world of rock and metal this month. So uh, I'd like to hand over to our reporter in the field. And uh, by the field, I mean the other end of the table. Chris! <laughs> um, oh, I sort of feel like there should be like helicopter sound and yeah. like... Boom, da-dum, da-dum, ba-bum, bum. Yeah, jingle. We need to get a jingle for the news. I'll make one up. Okay. News. Yeah, some news. Cool, that's fucking awful. Fucking awful. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we've kind of picked a few stories out of the, the news from the last few weeks. And so first on the agenda... Iron Maiden back on tour 2023. Brilliant. The Future's Past tour. <clears throat> yeah, the very past. Well, when I messaged you and said, oh, we could put this in the news, you said, what is it? The Nearly Dead tour? Well, yeah. It, it, they were nearly dead when we went to see them 15 years ago. <laughs> true. true, yeah. Actually, one of the early bands I saw when I was young was Iron Maiden. Was it? At the old Wembley Arena. I bet they were fucking old then as well. Yeah, well I suppose, yeah. <laughs> uh, anywho, yeah. Um, so you're not going? No? I okay. won't be going. No. Um, so they're touring in June and July. They've got a few European dates. Um, and they got five dates in England. Tickets are on sale already. Crucially, did you see whether or not there is a gap there for Donington? Because... I assume that they'll be one of the people that are in in rotation. For the download. download, maybe. Uh, I didn't check specific dates for that to see if it factored in with their tour, but you're probably right. It's a fucking good, strong possibility they yeah. will be one of the headline acts if, for Donington. If they're touring, then Donington will probably have them, won't they? Yeah. Oh, Incidentally, talking about Donington and Iron Maiden, my favourite Iron Maiden album is... The Donington Monsters of Rock. The live, the yeah, live that's like rock. 89 or something like yeah, that, isn't it? Like yeah, no, it's around 90, 91-ish, something like that. Yeah. That was, and I still call Download Monsters of Rock, because it is, it's Monsters of Rock. Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, and that, that for me is still my favourite Iron Maiden album. Yeah, it's a good album. Um, that is a good album, to be fair. There are some fucking, and they sound good on that album. 
but then I think that was before all the hip operations and things like that. So, <laughs> you know. Although Yannick Gurr seems to be the, the stretchiest. He is Dow Sim from Street Fighter. <laughs> like, when we went to see him, he's kicking his legs over his own head. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure he dislocated three or four joints. Just Maybe he had rubber hips installed. Maybe he did. He's just got rubberized hip joints. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, iron flame. Oh, right, okay. Uh, yep, and we've got um, Black Sabbath news. Sack Black um, So Dio Sabbath yeah. era. They're re-releasing Mob Rules and Heaven and Hell. Okay. Um, For any particular reason? Remastered, special edition, box sets, previously unreleased tracks. So money. Um, money, yeah. yeah. Money, yeah, just money, yeah. <laughs> That's the main reason. Um, I, I really like the, the Dio era Sabbath. It's very little to dislike about Dio. He just yeah. seemed like a lovely man. He's got a hell of a set of pipes on him. Yeah. Um, and he did bring something different to Sabbath. You know. Yeah, like... totally. It's like a, it's a different band, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, uh, that's out in November. So if you want to line the pockets of um... Tony, Tony Stark, and... Tony Stark, yeah, because yeah. he could do with some more money. Yeah. Um, yeah. So look into that. Um, Fever three three three. Oh, this, this is the this, one piece of news that I actually this, did see. Yeah. Um, so the drummer and the guitarist have fucked off. Yeah. Um, and just left uh, poor oh, old Jackson. Jason Butler in the band. So he's just Fever. He's just Fever one one one. Yeah. But he's going to carry on. He says. So I reckon, do you, do you think he's going to find replacements or is he just going to set up like one of those one man band things? That's what I want. Because he's, I mean, like a big fucking symbol on his back and a, I would love that. a harmonica attached to his neck. I'd love that. <laughs> attached to his neck. <laughs> yeah, like they're Frankenstein. The, they have the neck things, don't they? <laughs> not, <laughs> not surgically implanted. <laughs> Bolted through his neck. Um, yeah, so. I was quite interested about this because I don't know, like, your feelings on on Fever 333 or either of you know any of the, the, the guys previous bands and output because obviously the, the guitarist and the drummer were both from the Chariot um, no, and I'm not a band I was familiar with very good very experimental kind of very like fucking hard heavy shit like it's just really fucking good okay and then I'll check that out obviously uh, Jason was in Let Live yeah who seemed like a band tipped for well fucking absolute massive things like released some of uh like the black is beautiful is just amazing fucking what an album followed it up with um if i'm the devil which changed their style quite a bit gave him the the, the ability to start singing a bit more and it's kind of like rage against the machine meets michael jackson at points like mm, okay it, and i loved that album i thought fucking brilliant toured with some really big people and then all of a sudden the band just imploded and went nah and Jason went, oh, yeah, no, I, I'm going to go and do this Fever thing. Hmm. Um, I, I, I really like Fever 333. That was another band that you introduced me to a mm. few years ago. And um, Have you ever seen them live? No, I have not. See, that's the, that, for me, that's the, um, the pity about it. Like, their recorded output, the first EP was fucking spectacular. The album was meh, it was all right. There's a couple of good tracks on it. Yeah, I like Second it. album was pretty bum, um, but live they were always fucking spectacular. Mm, okay, but 
it does it just smacks to me that like your first band splits up and then it's, it's it seems reasonably amicable but nobody really tells the truth about what happened then your second band splits up and the guitarist and the drummer have basically said that working with him is unworkable they can't yeah. do it anymore it's starting to feel like maybe Jason Butler is a bellend. Mm. Perhaps. Perhaps. I have a sneaking that is suspicion. Not, not um, the official take on Jason Butler, or is that? I think it is. It yeah. is. Okay, it, it is. is. We stand by our appraisal of his fucking shit attitude. Yeah, it's got a terrible attitude. He's the Cristiano Ronaldo of the Rage Against the Machine knockoff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, um, let's move on. Uh, Avenge Sevenfold. Mm. Haven't heard fuck all about Avenge Sevenfold for donkeys. <laughs> and, you know, massive fucking fan. They have finished recording their new album. Oh, that's interesting. It's recorded and mixed, fucking ready to go. Sweet. Have they got a title um, for it? Are they going to just drop it like they did the stage? Do not have a title for it. it. And they haven't even got a release date. It's coming out next year at some point. I reckon they might do a bit like they did with the stage and just go... Yeah, maybe. By the way, it's out. Yeah. Yeah, because they did with the stage. They didn't give that any publicity or fuck all, did they? It was Nothing. just out. Just dropped. Yeah. Um, and to the stage, I can't believe that was 2016. Yeah, it was ages. And That's that was, mad. Yeah, And Hell to album. the King was 2013. That's nine years ago. Yeah. Which is mental. Mm. So it's been ages since we've had new event stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just a little bit more news of Avenge. They're throwing a... Horror Night for Halloween. That makes sense. In Orange County. Um, like a bit of a do for fans. Food, drinks, games, tattoos, that kind of shit. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but to be eligible to get in, mm. you know, for all our Orange County listeners, if there are any. Millions. Millions, yeah. Um, you need to own one of the Avenged Sevenfold Deathback Club NFTs. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, so that's the only way you can get in. Is you have to, you have to own one of those. No fucking tickets, basically. Yeah. Fuck off. Oh, don't get me started on the nufts. Okay, we we won't start talking about nufts because I I just no we're not going to get into that. We say bought one. No, I haven't bought a nuft yet. Oh for fuck's sake! Hey, the Metallica one. No, huh. we'll save this for another. Story. Okay. We'll start talking about NFTs and shit. That's I'm already angry today, so it's okay. probably best. Yeah, you not are. To. You're you're you you turn up today very stressed. I'm a man filled with rage. Yeah. Um Slipknot's new album. So they printed a load of vinyl and CDs with yeah. with the wrong title. No. Yeah. So they sent out the original batch that got recorded, they sent out with the title The End for Now. Oh, no way! Yeah, and then they just stuck a sticker on it with the correct title, the end so far, and people were peeling the stickers off and going, what the fuck? Um, yeah, apparently the end for now. Imagine won't... if you'd ordered, pre-ordered that and you got it, you would have thought, you'd have been, I'd be checking my emails going, did I order this off Wish? Yeah, <laughs> but although, are the are those misprinted ones going to be worth a bit more money? Probably. Yeah, probably. So you're probably years. actually quite pleased if you've ended up with one of those. Yeah. Um... Yeah, Do you know what? I've still haven't listened to that. Haven't you? Nope. I've, uh, I've, I've listened to it a couple of times. Yeah. <sighs> mm. uh, That's kind of what I thought. Uh, the Chapel Town Rag came out, and everyone was 
banging on about how brilliant it was and what a return of form and all. But, but they say that about every big band when they mm. release anything. And I listened to it and I was like, oh, I just don't really like this very much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, just some, some Belen didn't, didn't get the fucking memo. Um, so he did they, not understand the assignment, printed, as the kids say. Printed oh. it with the wrong fucking title. What a fucking um, chump. Uh, there we have Steel Panther news. Oh. Uh, new album coming out in February next year on mm-hmm. the Prowl. Right. Oh, I fucking love Steel Panther. I haven't loved anything they've done since the first album. But you're a helmet. Well, the joke's just very thin, oh, isn't it? Oh, no, it's not. They it are is. fantastic. They just go boobies, boobies, boobies. Show me your mitts. They are exceptionally fucking entertaining seeing live. Oh, live, I can imagine it is. Ex- but is the album called Boobies, 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 no, Show called, Me Your Mitts? It's called On The Prowl. But they do have a song on there, which is out now, which you can listen to. Well, it's, so called, it's called... I won't listen to it. It's called Never Too Late to Get Some Pussy Tonight. Indeed. Um, the sentiment I agree with. It's quite funny, but... actually. If you ask Alexa to play that, um, she bleeps out pussy. Oh. So she goes... She's a prude. She goes, playing Steel Panther, Never Too Late to Get Some Boop Tonight. Oh. That was a good impression of Alexa. That was, that was fabulous. I thought she was in the room. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, okay, so Chris, Chris won, I'm going to call you Chris won, mm-hmm. Chris won, not impressed with... The Spanish the, Chris. The, the Chris won, <laughs> <laughs> um, not impressed with um, Steel Panther. That, I'm that, just not impressed with anything. Yeah, you're not impressed with I, anything, are you? I, please. I mean, I'll just turn up this. angry and pissed I'll off I'll talk today. about this later, but I think that perhaps I have just turned into a grumpy old prick. Yeah. And everything just, everything is grey and dull me okay well this might brighten up your day i doubt it status quo touring in december I told you i doubted it fucking hell you you cannot be miserable about that one of the greatest bands to see live ever on the face of planet earth mm-hmm. they're fucking great aren't half of them dead <sighs> yeah half of them are dead <laughs> but but we they're dragging them out oh no they're brilliant i fucking they're gonna love jeffrey Dahmer. i love status quo and they've they've got a bit more of a following in recent years among the, yeah among the old like, people like no I think they played Wacken or something yeah but Germans are weird aren't they, they no like, how very dare you don't get me wrong I'd love to go to Wacken but they're odd they're odd people and they like odd music and odd things anyone that lives solely off sausage and potato is going to be slightly weird I live off of sausage and potatoes <laughs> and rum with sausage potatoes and rum well That's, there you go that That's... is the whole consistency of my diet i well, think but the rum probably keeps you above board yeah levels me out yeah yeah, yeah. with all the carbs the cram yeah um uh, support act for status quo right okay what well, who's it saxon shaken stevens oh fuck <laughs> me, oh fuck me i've got to go and see that um, yeah, I, I used to go and see Status Quo every year. Yeah? Yeah, when I was a kid. Oh, first, it was first, when you were a kid. First, the very first band I saw live. Wow. Status Quo. Well, then I can see your nostalgia Yeah, my, you know, I got my musical influences from my old man, and, and he was always a big Status Quo-like yeah. fan. Um, yeah, and we went, went and saw him one year at Bournemouth BIC, and... 
and we used to go every year. It became a little tradition. I have not been for years and years, and I just saw they were touring this year, and I thought, oh, I'd fucking love to do that again, yeah. actually. You could do the little rock thing that they do. And... Um, with the guitar? Or is I that could the dead that. one that yeah. does that? No, no, they all do that. Okay. Yeah. Don't take the piss I'm out I'm not of taking that. the piss. I you don't, are. I'm, I'm trying to learn. Fucking <laughs> hell. Um, okay, let's move on, because I can't take any more status quo bashing. It's just... It's really bringing me down. Um, five Finger Death Punch. Oh, joy. Ivan Moody is quitting the band again. Yeah, but he's given a 12 months notice or something, uh, which well, is he's, more than you'd give in any job in the world. He's, he's Particularly said, Prime Minister. said he's going to record another album and then oh. that's that. Yes, okay. Um, yeah, so he's, he's... Actually, he announced that he's retiring from metal. So whether that means he's going to take up jazz or something, I don't know. Do you like jazz? Do you like jazz? Who was that? That was, was Shining. Yeah, the at Hammerfest. Norwegian or Danish kind of... Shining, that's it. Fucking hell, they Black were Black metal jazz band. That yeah, they were bad. Awful. Do you like jazz? Do you no. guys like jazz? No, mate, we no. don't. No, we we're don't. We're a metal festival. No, fuck off. Yeah. Put, I would rather have listened to Jaguar. Oh, they were terrible. They were awful they were as well, weren't they? Anyone listening want to go and listen to it? an embarrassingly bad band there is a band out there called Jaguar and if you're listening Jaguar stop they had one fan because there was a a a fan wearing a Jaguar t-shirt wasn't there there was and we sort of followed him round Hammerfest mocking him I'll be honest with you I think what happened there is he'd done too many drugs lost his clothes and then dug something out of lost property perhaps perhaps or he thought it was a Jaguar car t-shirt possibly and he was just a fan of the car but didn't realise. Didn't realise there was actually was a, a band shit band called yeah. Jaguar. Oh, goodness me. God, we are really like... I'll perk up in a minute, We're really down, aren't we? I'll perk up, it's fine. Um, yeah, so Ivan Moody quitting the band, blah, blah, blah. That's perked me up a little bit. Is he going to quit the band? <clears throat> yeah, actually, just on the Five Finger Death Punch thing, you were a fucking huge Death Punch fan. I was. I was so gutted that they absolutely shit the bed. Because the first couple of albums, first two or three albums, yeah, no, maybe even the first four albums, I really genuinely, or up to four albums I listened, really liked them. First two were classics, third was pretty good, fourth was had some tunes on it. And then <clears throat> they went, let's just write shit music for people that, I don't know, drive pickup trucks and yeah. drink and then they, piss sweet and beer. And then they bought out like a fucking best of album and shit like that it's yeah. like bloody hell I mean you're I think a death punch you're not status quo status quo <laughs> yeah but he ain't gonna quit anyways he'll fuck off and then he'll come back like he did before yeah he's he's metal's Kanye he's yeah. Just like, <laughs> yeah he just likes to be in the papers doesn't he yeah um, and uh, the final bit of news mm. on the SBC news broadcast bum, 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 bum. news Blink-182. Yeah. Back touring. Ah, oh, I thought you were going to say they're dead. No, with Ben, but Tom DeLonge oh, God. has rejoined the band. I think that's mad. Do well, you hate Blink-182 as well? No, I don't, I don't hate Blink-182. Do you know what? I think it's a bit bonkers. Well, Tom DeLonge is the worst bit about Blink-182. He always has been. He's a nasally little fucknut. And... He's mad as well. He is absolutely mad as a fucking hatter. You are definitely going to come across as one grumpy fucking old man. Oh, I know, I don't care. People that know me know I am. Um, <laughs> they just cements their already low expectation of me. That's fine. 
<laughs> but the, like the last album they did, California, because they got the guy from um, uh, Alkaline Trio joined the band in Tom DeLonge's, and it was a really good album. And actually, it sounded much better because you didn't have every song sound like this. Hello there. And I was like, oh my God, look, listen, this man can actually hold a tune. Mm. And he knows the tune, and it fits the song. Whereas Tom DeLonge sounds like he's trying to commune with fucking aliens every time. And the band are playing something totally different. He's just going... So, but they'll make lots of money. So yeah, but anyway, congratulations if you're for a Blink One Eighty Two fan and you're happy that Tom DeLonge is back in the band, they're touring from March next year. Yeah, but you can't get tickets because all sold out. Yeah, they keep adding dates. Actually, I have noticed that they're literally selling out. Add more dates. Selling out. Add more dates. Wow. Um, Supply and demand. But check this out. And this is I found this quite exciting. Can't fucking doesn't doesn't help me and you because it's in Las Vegas. But there's a festival in Vegas next year. That's exciting. Um, it is, it is it's, the festival is called When We Were Young mm-hmm. and Blink-182 and Green Day are headlining yes but it is all of the fucking bands from that like early 2000s like the American Pie yeah the pop era. punky type it's fucking stuff. it's Offspring mm-hmm. Good Charlotte Sum 41 Bowling for Soup they're all there that, this is going to be fucking amazing if that you ever will get be a go. hell of a fun day out it'd be awesome apart from that it will be full of bellends. Yeah. I don't know, because... It'd be fun. It'd be all old people like us, because we're the ones who used to listen to all them cunts. Yeah, but some of those people... Cunts, I said cunts. Is that the first time we've said cunts? Yeah, sorry about the swearing. Are we allowed to say that? Yeah, we say what we fucking like. Okay. Nobody's going to stop us. No. Yeah, yeah, it's a good 20 years since I've, like, proper listened to all that sort of music. Mm. So, yeah, that could be a nice little bit of nostalgia for people. That would be a good fun... I would go and see something like that. Pure, I would have to be pretty pissed, I think, to fully enjoy it. I would really enjoy Sum 41, because out of all them bands, Sum 41, I really, really liked. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, so that's the end of the news. News. Bum, 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 news. Excellent. I'm still not impressed Very with good. that. No, no, no. We're going to have to come up with like a really no, like, that a is... proper... You're just going to make up a news... Thing yes. every time. Yes. Oh, how exciting for everyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay, so reviews. On to reviews. Okie dokie. I worry that this is going to continue the vein of me being a grumpy bastard. So I'm going to try not to. Because okay. actually, when I first wrote the, the, the notes and stuff for both these albums, Hadn't listened very much and immediately was like, oh, fuck's sake. But actually, after listening a little bit more, I've grown a little bit more. Um, I appreciate them both a little bit more. Okay. A little bit like Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. So okay, they've kept me captive and I've had to listen to it multiple times for the podcast. Yeah. So I'm no longer completely full of rage, but I don't think I can live without them. Absolutely great news! <laughs> Fucking hell! Uh, <laughs> um, I didn't. I didn't intend for this podcast recording to be a, a peek behind the curtain of a man losing his sanity. No, so this I is going to turn into just like a therapy session for it you, isn't it? Do. I'm going to start calling you Jordan Peterson. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. And you can okay. start telling me how I need to be, I don't know, more masculine and leave the toilet seat up or something like that where yeah, he yeah. tells people, yeah. don't clean your room. I know he doesn't talk like that, but he does now. No, he, no, no. He says, do clean your room. I thought he says, don't clean no, your room. No, you've got to get your house in order first. Oh my God, I'm going into one about Jordan oh, Peterson. Okay. No. Do Move clean your room. Jordan okay, cool. So right. before we start the reviews, yeah. should we just say how we're going to score them? Yes, We're doing do. a star rating. We are. Uh, as you know, as most reviewers would do, yeah. But we're gonna do out of six stars rather than five, indeed. Because because six six, six is it's one better than five. It is one better than five. Isn't it? How can you beat five? Six, six, exactly. Yeah. So our ratings are out of six. Um. So and can I change? Can I can I just add that perhaps we could change the stars to little baldy eggs. Ah, oh, good so one. If they say if it's an six absolute classic. baldy eggs, we do them out of six mm. baldy eggs. Like Humpty Dumpties. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yep. Six Bam. baldy egg. Humpty Dumpties. Dumpties. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. Go off you go, Chris. One. Thank you. <laughs> so our first <laughs> review comes from it's the ninth studio album from the Richmond, Virginia groove metal quintet. It's the second album they've released following the departure of their founding member, Chris Adler, who was obviously their drummer. Um, now, I looked into this a little bit because um, I wanted to see who's producing it, if they've worked with them before. So they, this album is produced by a, bla- a, a, bla- bla- a bloke called Josh Wilbur, who they've worked with since 20, uh, 2009's Wrath, which, in my humble opinion, is still the best fucking thing they've ever done. But we can get on to that another day. Um... So I had a look at some of the other records that he's produced, and I don't know if you've looked into this. I have not. But he has got a pretty fucking stellar back catalogue since sort of 2008 to 2009. Okay. He has recorded L'Enfant Sauvage with Gojira, Divinity of Purpose with Hatebreed, Killer Be Killed, Self-Titled, and Reluctant Hero, their follow-up, Zeno by Crossfaith, Sin in the Sentence, What the Dead Men Say, and In the Court of the Dragon with Trivial. Ritual by Soulfly. Um, Which makes me think, fucking hell, they're onto a winner here. However, he's also worked with Of Mice and Men, so that pretty much negates all of that hard work and makes him a cunt. So you don't like Of Mice and Men? No. Some of it's alright. No. No, it's awful. Absolutely not, no. Okay. So before I... Get grumpy again, Chris. You are um, definitely going to hate my own album. That is a dead cert. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Before I go into Grumpsville again, um, what's your relationship with Lamb of God? Like, did you have you always followed um, them? Do you like them? No, Do you not I, like them? I, I, you, you could probably say I'm not like a massive Lamb of God fan. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that I. Uh, don't like them or their music. Um, it's just not one of those bands that like features in my top twenty or thirty bands of something that I will stick on the wireless. Yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, I'm I'm a casual Lamb of God fan, I suppose. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, a, 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 a greatest hits man. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, you know, uh, some some of their stuff's really good. Like you know, Sacrament that album, fucking oh, yeah. amazing. 
Yeah, but it's just it's not. I'm not a, a colossal Lamb of God fan. Like I suppose you could say. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So, I am a reasonably big Lamb of God fan. Like I got into them on Wrath, and I absolutely listened to the shit out of that album. I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really quite like the follow up Resolution. Yeah, um, yeah. I, that Resolutions. And Sacrament, probably, possibly my two favourite albums. I think Res- Resolution got a bit of a kick in um, because they tried some new things, I think. But there is some absolutely oh, good album. classics really on good there. Album. I mean, Ghost Walking is one of the yeah, fucking yeah. best songs they've written, in my humble opinion. Um, but I'll be honest with you, I dropped off Lamb of God. I listened to Strumum Drang or whatever it was, the one after he came out of prison. Uh, that was a bit naff, wasn't it? had some good tracks on it. There's a couple of absolute... Like there's a couple of tracks in the in the set list that you'd go, yeah, I'd love to listen to them live. Yeah. But it was quite inconsistent. And the last one, the uh, the Lamb of God, um, self titled, self titled was a fucking bin fire. Yeah, it wasn't great, but there was a couple of good tracks on that album. Um, I think it's the opening track, Memento Mori. Yeah, that's yeah. a good track. Yeah, and there's one on there with Jamie Jaster, which is quite good. I think they're if, probably the best two. If tracks you on run out album. of ideas on an album, and you're a heavy band, if you get Jamie Jaster to feature on it, yeah. it elevates that song two or three points out of ten. Anyway, out yeah. of six. Anyway, because he's just so enthusiastic about everything. He's like a fucking ADHD kid full of skittles. Yeah. on a fucking roller coaster. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> but. Onto this album though, so Omens. I don't know about you, but I struggled a little bit with this album. Uh, yeah, I did. I did struggle. It, it off the bat, it is. It's way better than the previous. A hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I think. I, I don't think there's a huge amount you can fault with it. It's just, it's pretty heavy. It's pretty brutal. It's just. It's what Lamb of God do. Mm. It is just, for me, it's just another Lamb of God album doing Lamb of God. It's Lamb of God doing Lamb of God pretty well, but not as good as Lamb of God used to do Lamb of God. Yeah, yeah. That, I, and and I know that's a lot of Lamb of God. Yeah. But um, this is this was the problem for me. So... Initially, I was just going to give this an absolute kick in. But as I said, I started listening to it a little bit more, you know, and I quite like it. It's good. I've listened to it a few times. I enjoy it. When it's on, I'm not having a bad time. Yeah. When it's off, I forget about it fairly easily. Yeah. There's a few tracks on it, or a couple of tracks on it that I think are pretty good, pretty stand out, which I go, oh, I'd listen to that again. I, 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 I really like Vanishing. Mm-hmm. That's a good tune. Um, and to the grave. Excuse me. Um, I think that's good. Um, but I think overall, there's just no standout fucking banger. There's no redneck. There's no, no walk is, with no, me. In I hell mean, that is part. It's exactly like my what I wrote in my notes. There's yeah. no, there's no redneck on this album. Yeah. It's just every track is within reason, as good as the last. Mm. And every track is Lamb of God with their riffiness mm. and their heaviness mm-hmm. and, and all that. 
if you fucking love Lamb of God, I'm sure you will absolutely fucking love the album. I have no... I don't think you have any reason to dislike um, this album if you love Lamb of God. But I think if you're not a fan of Lamb of God, mm. there's nothing there that's going to like drag you in. No, I don't think there's anything... If this was your first Lamb of God album, I don't think there's enough in this album to make you go, oh, I really need to go backwards and really yeah. listen to this and really listen to that. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there's some really good stuff on it. But, like I said, I think some of their old stuff are masterpieces. Wrath was the sort of album that, like, I would run around with my trousers down, spin-kicking the neighbours' pets, like, just listening to it, because I was just like, fucking yeah. And this hasn't, like you said, it hasn't this, got any standout. It hasn't got broken hands on it. It hasn't got anything that, that really this, jumps this out This is the thing the with an album like this, is it doesn't evoke any, like, major emotion from yeah. you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. I love listening to albums that make me fucking emotional one way or another. Make mm-hmm. me want to fucking run around the room smashing shit up or they make me want to sit in the corner and have a little cry. Yeah. Like, but there's nothing, you don't get or, nothing from this. Or listening to an album that you absolutely fucking despise and that every moment of it is painful. Because yeah. to be honest, but you don't even get that with this. There's, there's, the, there, there, there's much more to talk about. Yeah. Now, I'm going to go into the nitty gritty of it, I suppose, a little bit. But and, and by all means, Chris, like, stop me if you disagree or whatever. But I don't think you can fault Randy Blythe on this album. No, I think he sounds fucking great. Like yeah. he always sounds. His vocal delivery is spectacular. I love his fucking voice. Like I love the way he goes from those really deep growls to those fucking real high pitched screams on like a sixpence. And he's getting on these days, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's in his fifties. Yeah. And there are odd moments, I think, when everything clicks into place and you get that kind of Lamb of God propulsion and groove and it all sort yeah. of goes click, click, and you go, oh, but you get about 30 seconds or 40 seconds of it and then yeah. it goes off somewhere else. I think, and this is something, this is a weird thing to say because Lamb of God, out of all those a new wave of American heavy metal bands, Lamb of God were always the one with the biggest personality. Mm. But I think this lacks personality. And the only thing I can contribute to that is that Chris Adler is no longer in the band. Mm. Now, I don't know what their new drummer's called. I did look it up, didn't write it down. He's a good drummer. There's nothing wrong with the actual recording of the drums. They're fucking propulsive. They're like, you've got those like drum rolls and you've got that double bass going. But a bit like when you listen to Pantera, from the minute Vinnie. Paul hits that, you know, and he and you hear the little bass pedals, and you know it's Pantera, you know it's Vinnie Paul playing it. Yeah, Chris Adler is that kind of drummer. The minute he hits that first cymbal, or he, you know, you can tell it's him. Mm. And their drummer now just seems a bit more generic, and therefore they've lost some personality in their music. I think from losing Chris Adler, mm. it's the only thing I can yeah, contribute right. to say. You know, and I'm, the funny thing about leading on from the personality thing, you said about Vanishing, track two. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I think this album starts pretty strong. Like, Nevermore is a pretty decent track. I don't think it's the best of their openers because Lamb of God have got a pretty good track record yeah. of belting openers. But it's it's enjoyable, it's good. Um, Vanishing, track two, I, I think I texted you this. The riffing sounds like Trivium. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I had listened to the album before you messaged me that, but... 
again, but it's just one of them albums you listen to and it's, you kind of don't massively take it in because it's mm. there's nothing there that grips you. Yeah. But yeah, I listened, obviously listened back to it since then and specifically listened to Vanishing. Mm. And yeah, fucking hell, it does, it does sound like it could be a Trivium track. For me, it sounds like something off Shogun. Yeah. It, it, it's got that... I, the, the, the way the riffing goes and the way that, that Matt Heafy does that kind of... He'll sort of like, like a bit like liquid. His riffs are a bit like liquid sometimes. They'll be chugging along and then they'll and you'll get a few little notes and then into the next part of the riff where it's gone up the fretboard and stuff. Mm. There's a little bit of that, and it it freaks me out a little bit because Trivium have been a band that have been criticised time and time again for not having a personality of their own, yeah. and yet. Now you've got Lamb of God, one of the biggest personalities, I suppose, in that scene, sounding exactly like Trivium. Yeah. And it freaked me out. I was like, hang on a minute. You know, and, and don't get me wrong, like, I think trajectory-wise, I think Trivium's input over the output over the last couple of years has gone from strength to strength. Yeah. And Lamb of God's has teetered. Yeah. So it might be that, you know. Um, as I said, like... First few tracks I thought were really good. They're like, it's not that there aren't good songs on it. Um, you know, I've sort of found myself sort of bopping my head along, pulling a face like I've smelt a fresh cat shit. You know, <laughs> that, that kind of, mm, yeah. Um, but I did notice that later on in the album, I started checking my watch. And right, I started checking okay. the track list and going, how many are left? Yeah. Because I do think it sort of, not dives off a cliff, but it, outstays its welcome a little bit um i thought that like ill designs or three designs and grayscale are poo really i thought they were terrible i put both of them down as tracks that i like on the album really yeah really yeah i just i was bored i don't know if it's the track listing i don't know if maybe it's a problem with the the sequencing but by that point in the album (coughs) i was like i'm just bored um, yeah. denial mechanism I thought was shit um, I thought that my highlight for this album is Gamora yeah that's the tune yeah the way it's, it, and, it, and that's purely down to I think that's one of those moments where they lock in that kind of Lamb of God riff and I love the chorus I love like Randy just going from that to that fucking screams yeah. over and over I thought that was fucking great um what what about you? What do you? I've got plenty more I can say, but <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, no, I, I've pretty much said it all, really. Um, yeah, I, I've kind of sort of cherry picked the tracks that that I think are okay on the album, but like I say, just just overall, it's just a bit meh. Yeah. It's all right. It's good. It's it's good enough to listen to. If, if we were just sat here now talking bollocks and it was playing in the background. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it it just, it doesn't give me the feels. <clears throat> That's like, the... like Sacrament, like that yeah. album, or or Resolutions, yeah. or Wrath. What, but this, it, you, I just don't evoke anything from it. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think at this stage in somebody's, in, in a band's career, if you can put an album out and it's got three tracks, two or three tracks on it, that... People go, I fucking desperately want to see that put in the set list. Yeah. 
then you're onto a bit of a winner. You know, yeah. Slipknot have kind of realised that in the last few years. Yeah. Last two or three albums. Like, yeah. You can have a bit of filler and you can have a bit of bum on there as long as you've got two or three real belters. Yeah. Like, people will be happy with that. This has got, for me, one song, <coughs> Gamora, that I would like to see on a set list. Yeah. There's nothing else on here that I'd go, yeah. all right, get rid of, um, like, I don't know, fucking Redneck or get rid of um, walk with me in hell or get rid of now you've got something to die for like no yeah. I don't want you to replace any of those things no. with any of those tracks for me this is yeah, an right. album if you that... went if you went to go and see them live yeah. you wouldn't be bothered if they didn't play anything off this album yeah I'd be like yeah cool yeah. I'd still have a lovely night yeah I'd still enjoy seeing Lamb of God I, you know talking about seeing them live the first time I saw Lamb of God live was at Bloodstock this year mm. and <clears throat> fucking hell man they were fucking amazing. Yeah. They were absolutely amazing. And this is, you know, coming from a, yeah, I like Lamb of God, but I'm not a massive mm. Lamb of God fan. Yeah. It, it was possibly the, the best thing I've seen at Bloodstock mm. in the four or five times that I've been. Yeah. It was, it was brilliant. And yeah. I would, Lamb of God a touring, I'll definitely be queued up to go and see them again. Yeah. It's spectacular life. Fucking amazing life. Um, but maybe they're just one of those bands for me. I'd rather just see them live than listen yeah. to their record. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think uh, I feel fairly similarly about this album. I think if you're a massive Lamb of God fan, you will like this. You you, you know you're not going to be blown away by it, <clears throat> but you'll like it. If you're not massively invested, then you could probably do yourself a favour and maybe give it a cursory listen, see if yeah. there's anything that stands out, add it to a Spotify playlist, and then fuck off. Yeah. For me, highlight is, as I said, Gamora. Low light, or low point is Grayscale. Really didn't like it. Really? Yeah, really didn't like it. For me, this is a, probably a low four out of six eggs. Okay, I mean, I feel that you've been harsher than me. I don't know. I mean, I'm scoring it. Three little boldy men. And I wouldn't argue with that. I think mine is so... Mine's probably like... 3.8 eggs. Okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it, I've rounded it up to four to give them the benefit of the motherfucking doubt. Mm. Yeah, so not a horrendous score. No, and not a horrendous album. And Enjoyable. not a horrendous album. No, no, it's, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the best you can say. Yeah. What about our next album? Oh, our first review. Tick. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What about our second review? Our second what, review. What are, we, what are we listening to? Get the shot. Merciless destruction. Oh. You said that with a cheeky wry smile there, Christopher. I did, didn't I? Yeah. So get the shot. Hardcore band from Canada. Canada. Yeah. Quebec. There's not many bands from Canada, is there? Like metal? Uh, like the there's a lot. Of, there's a big mainstream. hardcore scene. Um, you know, I did, have, I did have a little look at this. The, the, you know, I mean, the main... For me, the main band that pop up in that kind of hardcore scene, um, very different type of hardcore to this, but um, is get is fucked up, like, and they're fucking wonderful. Quite okay. frankly, I fucking love fucked up. I, but I, we're not reviewing fucked up today. Yeah, I've, I, I've, I can't even say I've heard of fucked up. They're fucking superb. Oh, I'll stick them Stupendous. on my listener list then. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Get the Shot. Mm -hmm. I've been a big fan of Get the Shot since you introduced me to them. Yep. 
I most of my new music actually comes via Chris Juan. Chris Juan. Um, yeah, Infinite Punishment, their last album. Mm-hmm. Um, f- I fucking loved it. That's great. Yeah, I, I I just loved it. I just love how angry and ferocious and it just non-stop. Uh, For me, it was, rage. It was like uh, it was a mixture of Metallica and Slayer and Hatebreed and mm. like it was just snarly and nasty and just and, relentless. You know, I've I've since since being introduced to that album, obviously listened to um, their previous two albums and their EP as well. Yeah, I was surprised by um, how many how, how many albums they've actually got. You know, well, I thought the last one was the first thing they did. Their EP was two thousand and nine. Bloody hell! Um, yeah, and but the they're one of them bands for me that as they work through, start with their EP and then work through their albums, you can literally just hear them growing and Mm. just improving on what they did previously Mm. which I fucking love you know like we're saying about Lamb of God and how like this one's just a bit naff compared to previous stuff yeah this is one of those bands that so far just seem to get better improve on what they're doing um yeah and I, I I like the the previous um, albums and, and the EP actually one of my favourite tracks is off the EP there's a track on there called Perish mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you know that it's fucking cracking it's really yeah, good yeah no I haven't it's heard really that I'll have to go back um, yeah so check that out and yeah Infinite Punishment was just it was much much heavier than the previous ones and Merciless Destruction is like ten times that like it's just it's pretty well named it is. It's exactly it's what exactly what I wrote here. That Merciless Destruction is the perfect name for the album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome it, to Jazz Club. <laughs> Do you like jazz? No. Um, yeah, it is. It's just non-stop, aggressive, heavy, riffy, loveliness. <laughs> if you love loveliness, um, yeah, I, I just think they prop with this album. It's just a huge step up. They proper up their game with. With regards to like the riffing, the the technicality of the drumming and the guitar mm. compared to previous albums, I think is is a huge step up. The production on this album's so much better as well. It's mega, it's, yeah. It I mean, sounds much bigger, but it actually sounds. I, I was found on um, what was the the last one? Infinite Punishment. Infinite Punishment. Yeah. I was found on that that sometimes it gets a little bit muddied and and you can't quite you can't quite appreciate like the technicality on the guitar and things like that because you can't, it gets in that wall of noise type yeah. territory. Whereas yeah. this one, you can hear everything super clear. Um, yeah. The, and the, the vocals on this album, are, I just, I just think are fucking incredible. You're a bit, I thought that you would like this. Uh, the thing is, it, it's a proper mix of like the raspy screams, mm. like deep growls and, there's a lot more cleaner vocals on this record as well. Yeah. Which I'm going to talk about. I welcome. You probably don't because you're a fucking grumpy old man. Um, yeah, no, I, I I just think the, the vocals are just fantastic. I, I bet this album is amazing when they play it live. Oh, mate, yeah. This will be fucking super. There's some tracks off this that will be... It's like I reckon <clears throat> they wrote the album to write shit that's going to be fucking amazing mm. live. Mm. I really like some of the um 
uh, the little samples and stuff like that, the, the, the little vocal samples that get put in, yeah. and like bits from films and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, you know, like the your your punishment will be such and such, yeah. even in hell and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I thought that was pretty fucking cool. I like that. So, particularly as it's spooky season and we've been looking at horror <laughs> movie stuff, I was like, oh, this does sound like something from some sort of awful, like body horror, like yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. It, does, I could yeah. just imagine people getting carved up, which was, you know. You got any favourite standout tracks on the album, or? Um, the first one. The first track. I think the first track is the best track on it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No. I'm going to tell you why in a bit. No. I think it is. Yeah, I, I do. because it just absolutely. What I liked about it, the first track particularly, it boots the door in. Yeah, like it's it, a great opener. It's amazing. It, there is no fucking about. It just goes. This is what this album's going to be like. This is what you can expect. Bosh, boot straight in the jaw. And I was like, oh. Now don't get me wrong. It, that's my favourite song. Is it the best song on the album? Probably not. Like I think there's more interesting riffs on other stuff. I mm. just think the way it opens as an album is fantastic. <coughs> Survival denied. Is fucking unbelievable. Yeah, I do really like that one. Um, and you've got there's a couple of featuring artists on this album as well. Mm. Um, so Deathbound mm-hmm. features Rob Watson from Lionheart. Okay. Have you heard of Lionheart? No. I've give them a little listen. <clears throat> um, another hardcore band. Um, not not amazing. I did like Deathbound. I was just a little bit. If I'm honest, like I don't want to start the criticisms too early, but I'm going to. Okay. Um, with Deathbound, I just found it. I like the riff. Okay. One of my problems with this album, <laughs> the riffs are fucking stupendous. Yeah. Like the riffing in it is great. The drumming in it is great. Musically, ninety percent of it I love. Yeah. But, but, and ninety, and actually ninety percent. There's ten percent of this album that I despise, and ninety percent of it I think is fucking great. <laughs> and that's the problem. It's like, it, it's good because I've got actually something to talk about rather than just going, yeah, it's blamange. <laughs> but there is some shit on it that is so overused that I was like, am I listening to the same track? Is this the same track that I've been listening to I for suppose 18 you, minutes? You could, you could argue that the tracks do blur into one another a bit. <clears throat> I think if, if, they... I ha- if I had to pick a negative, and I struggle to pick a negative with this album, yeah, yeah, that, you know, the tracks might blur into each other a bit. Don't get me wrong. I know they've got a formula, yeah? yeah. They've got a formula. They do that formula really, really well, right? It's like, this is a meat and potatoes album. Yeah? yeah, there's not a huge amount of experimentation on it. It's pretty meat and potatoes. Are those meat and potatoes well cooked? Fantastically cooked. This is Gordon Ramsay's roast dinner. You know what I mean? Lovely, lovely succulent beef, really crispy, fluffy inside potatoes, and a lovely dollop of gravy. Yeah, smashing, smashing, Ooh. super. The wee, the whammy bar like dive bombs are on every track. Every track. I'm like. Okay, cool. It sounds all right the first couple of times. And I get that you like Slayer. But <laughs> fuck me sideways. Stop doing it. 
You don't have to do it every single time. Just because something is a good idea doesn't make it like... I, I, I don't know. If I was out in the forest and I needed to shit, the best idea I could have is shit behind a tree. Doesn't mean every time I need to shit, I'm going to shit behind a tree. <laughs> do you see what I mean? Ooh. And so that fucked me off. Right. The other thing that fucked me off was the constant mosh calls. Because it's always the same mosh call. Motherfucker! And I get, it sounds lovely. Right. I just did it and it felt great to say that. To do that raspy, deep guttural, Motherfucker! It sounds great. It's fun to do. It sounds nice in your mouth. But you could say anything else. You could say pina colada. You feel just what they're doing on the album is a bit overdone. I think they had a fu- I think they had five really fucking great tracks. Like absolute There is an there is a an absolute classic EP on that album. <laughs> if sorry guys, if you can hear lots of Yeah, we've got thunder and lightning and rain. We've got yeah, it's probably because I'm giving fucking get the shot shit. That might be coming that might be coming through the mic. Yeah. Probably it, will be actually. Yeah, sorry about that. Um But it's like there's a fucking absolute classic EP on this album and then they've gone now let's eke it out and do an album it's not that I dislike it because I yeah. really do like it I love sitting in it I love listening to it but every 30 to 40 seconds there's two seconds that really piss me off <laughs> which is quite difficult because it's like having a massage right you're having this lovely massage and you're super relaxed but every minute or two minutes or so, so the, the masseuse sticks their middle finger up your ass. And you go, whoa, hang on a minute. Oh, some might say that improves the massage. <laughs> well, a different type of massage. <laughs> I haven't paid for that kind of massage. Yeah. I've come in for a sports massage. Stop sticking your finger in me up. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Well, I, I just fucking love it start to finish. I know you do. I love it start to finish. And I'm, I don't want to end <coughs> on a negative. So I'm going to put <coughs> the boot in once more. Okay. And then I'm going to leave to you to... Okay, go on then. What is going on with the ballad? Oh, I fucking love that. I know you'd love it, because they are trying to ape Metallica. That, so- that song, they've gone, I'm- we're going to write Unforgiven. Or, we're going to write, I don't know, My Friend of Misery or something. No, but to be fair, the last track of every album is a slowed down, ballady type track. Yeah. So, so it's-, it's-, it's something that they... They do. It's something that they do. Um, at the end of every album they don't do very well oh I disagree well so my, my only criticism and I knew I, fuck, I fucking the, the the James Hetfield yeah yeah I, 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 and that gives me an erection I knew it would yeah. I was listening to it and I thought Chris is going to fucking love this he is yeah. going to cream his pants over this <laughs> but I it's funny you were talking about five figure death punch in the news because I think they were aiming for Metallica and they Got what they got was Five Finger Death Punch covering Metallica. <laughs> it's just all a little bit po-faced and a little bit. It's a little bit too kind of hot dogs and Bud Light America. I, do you know what I think it is? Go on. I think it's it's that this album for them is mm. that little bit more. Whoa. That was some big thunder. That must have come out under the mic. 
Um, this album is a little bit more commercialised, yeah. maybe, to appeal to a wider audience. Yeah. And and I think I think you don't like that. I I I, I the cer- certain bands and certain circumstances I completely agree. Like bands ruin themselves because mm. they want to go commercialised and just sell fucking millions of mm. records. Mm. But I think for sometimes for bands to make that next leap into you know big success mm. um sometimes it's it's a necessity and i don't think they've totally they overdone the commercialism in this but it's definitely it's definitely more appealing to a greater audience than it's heavy the, as fuck the first this. three albums yeah oh definitely they've definitely moved across but it's still heavy as fuck like, yeah yeah and don't get me wrong as i said i actually really like this album i think out of the two that we've the, the Lamb of God and this, I think this is by far the better album. Yeah. By by far the God, better album. I can't album. wait to hear you review an album you don't like. Fucking hell. <laughs> but, as I said, overall, 90% of this album I love. Actually really, really like. Yeah. Really enjoy. Really want to listen to again. It's just, I just wish that the producer or somebody in the band had would pick people up and go, you did that on the last track, try something different. Yeah, because and I right and I can tell you why it. I was listening to this in the car on Spotify, and I'm listening to it, and I was like, "Yeah, it's just that's good. I like this album. I'm enjoying this." But those little things were irritating me. And then this song came on, and I was like, "Fucking, this is it. This is the gold. This is what I've been fucking looking for from them." I looked down at my phone. It was straight from the path. <laughs> <laughs> That's and that's the difference. Like I think, if you're going to do this type of music, this beat down, heavy, <coughs> hardcore, like with that really metallic riffing and stuff like that, the gold standard at the minute is Straight from the Path and Code Orange. All right, and it's not a patch on either of them. It might be the best of the rest, mm. and I know that seems harsh. It's harsh to fucking put anyone up against Code Orange at the minute because they. <clears throat> absolutely fucking smashed the last two albums to pieces like but meh that's my thoughts having said that I would give this five eggs out of six because I think if you like fucking hard heavy music yeah it does exactly what it says on the tin it is merciless destruction it is a boot in the face every two and a half minutes Uh, and uh, it doesn't outstay its welcome because it's like 38 minutes it's in and out sharp (laughs) short I, I, I can't pick a bad track on this album personally um, uh, like the, the two the two with the featuring artists I'd like Deathbound I suppose that's sort of like their attempt at a single of mm. the album mm. and you can kind of get that from it yeah um, <clears throat> but um, Bloodbather who features Matthias Tana from Nasty I think that's the one I preferred out of the two features. Um, I've never listened to Nasty, have you? No. No. Um, Nasty sound like a 90s boy band. They sound like Damage. (laughs) I can imagine them singing a song about sexy time. Take that, Nasty man. Exactly. Yeah. That was their first Um, album. 
And I, I, I think it, it gets better towards the end of the album as well. Terminal Slaughter, oh, I just it's, it's a fucking banger. Yeah, that is a good. It tune. rips you a new fucking asshole. Mm. It's just it's heavy. It makes me want to fucking run around the room and headbutt things, which is what I'm looking for in an album like this. hundred percent. It does exactly what it's supposed to do. <clears throat> um, second to last track is um, Blind to Peace, which the riffs on that make yes. my g-spot pulsate now that's probably that's probably the best riffs on the album i think I, that, I, 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 that's I, the one that's got the kind of um uh, almost it's like harshly sung yeah, chorus it's, it's not it's, like growled or screamed it's, it's got the it's a bit thrashy at times yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's got cleaner vocals it's fucking it's yeah. riffy riffiness it's it's probably my favorite track yeah. on the album yeah that's really good i was sort of disappointed that they left that right to near the end because i thought well that's them experimenting that's them going all right let's push this a bit more let's yeah. push that a bit more and go for gold go for broke a bit more um but yeah the the, the last track seasons of the damned part two yeah which is technically a follow-up to seasons of the damned which which is the last track on no peace in hell album right um, which is just an instrumental on that album. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's a ballad, I mm-hmm. suppose you could call it. His vocals aren't bad on it. The clean um, thing is not bad. It does I, sound like I, Ivan I, Moody. I, it for me, like we're talking about like albums and songs and stuff that that evoke emotion. Like I could literally listen to this and shed a tear. Like oh. it really does. Like it, it just does something to me. It gives yeah. me goosebumps. It. You know, and then yeah, you get the James Hetfield, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and and you do then get following up with like a Kirk Hammett style solo, yeah, yeah, and the solo is pretty good, and it is good, and yes, I do have a boner for Metallica, and you know, uh, so you could say, well, if someone rips off Metallica, you're just going to like it, um, but I, I, for me, I think that track kind of proves how like much talent and how adaptive they are and and then they're moving on to the next to the next thing yeah and i'd like to hear i'd love to hear another album from these guys where they do push boundaries a little bit more and yeah and don't sit in the pocket so much like they can do that beat down hardcore thing better than most yeah so give us a couple of tracks of that yeah and then give us a couple of experimental stuff yeah and then maybe just like I don't know, lean into your fucking... You love, they clearly love thrash. They clearly love yeah. death metal. Give us a few fucking death bangers. Like, yeah. spread it out a little bit. Just be a but bit more I, confident I, I, and just I go think, for gold. I think, and I think this album is them starting to do that. Mm. It's predominantly a hardcore album, but it is thrashy at times. It is, mm. it is proper heavy metal riffing at mm. times. It is, it is definitely moving on from... You know the previous stuff, which is just two and a half minute, yeah, mental thra- um hardcore tracks, yeah. Which great, we love that, but this is definitely a leap forward. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, yeah, so that, that just for me, the whole album's just just fucking amazing. I love it. I love aggressive music, and this is certainly aggressive. Oh, it's certainly aggressive. Yeah, um, I love I, that you love it. I I have never seen them live I'd love to see them live I don't think I have but they're, then I they're touring at the moment like f- through Europe nice so I sort of follow them on Facebook and that and 
their gigs look fucking yeah, insane. I can imagine they're bonkers. We're probably way too old to be able to cope with it. Stand at the back with the oh, orange no. juice. Yeah, we just stand at the back with our warm beer. Yeah. And just, you know, just and slowly, slowly yeah. head, like nod, nod our heads. Because yeah. we don't want to get whiplash anymore. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, so I'd love to see them live. I And I can't wait to see what the next album brings. Yeah, 100%. Um, and for me, I'm giving it 5.5. Boldy heads, wowzers, trousers. Yeah, I, you know, I, it's just, I just fucking think it's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Well, there you go. Those are your reviews for this month, uh, listener people. Yeah. Shall so, we move on to move swiftly on to what we've been listening to? Yeah. Would uh, you like to take the floor, or would you like me to? Uh, rock paper scissors. Yeah, that's a brilliant use of audio thingy. Two, three. Ah, both scissors. One, two, three, shoot. Ah, right. I'm gonna Chris. Chris Juan's first. Chris Juan. Little trip down memory lane. Wouldn't it be funny if we both picked the same album? We definitely haven't. No, no. Have you seen what I picked? No. Oh. Um, Cast your mind back to Uh 1993. Ooh, I was twelve. Twelve. So, Chris, what was going on with your musical life back then? What were you listening to? Twelve, 1993. So. Uh, I, that was my early days of listening to um, metal. So I'm trying to think. I remember uh, what year I went to. I went to Canada for Christmas one year, and I th- I'm pretty certain that was 1992. And I remember buying um, "Let There Be Rock" by ACDC nice. on cassette. So. And that would have come after my introduction from like Ozzy. Um, so yeah, so I was kind of just like sort of finding my feet with what I could find, I don't know, around the house from yeah. some mild man's influences, I suppose. Yeah. Nice. Well, back in 1993, you know, that was a year before Corn basically like revolutionised metal. You know, 1991, a couple of years before we'd had against the machines debut album by this point 93 we'd had pantera's sort of change from a glam band into this fucking groove metal behemoth um so you know there was a lot going on back in like rock and metal but i'm pretty sure i've picked an absolute classic from the uh, from the era okay right? now this went straight to the top of the uk charts in february 1993 when it was released yeah all right now, I'm going to argue that from the track one, just try, this is a very eclectic album. There's a lot of different influences in this album. There's a lot of different styles of this album as well, right? Uh-huh. But I'm going to suggest that actually from track number one on this album, this band beat Corn to the Punch when it come, came to mixing distorted guitar riffs and rap, you know, and that kind of... I think that these... This band, this bunch of blokes, might have been the that the first track on that album might have been the first glimpse of what was going to become new metal. Okay. Okay. However, not only that, I think this band from that first track alone can also claim to have given birth to the early to like the mid two thousands boom of kind of 
rave rock crossover. The Enter Shikaris, the Asking Alexandris, cross faiths of mixing that dance music and guitars in that kind of... So, you know, this first track, track one, mixes guitars, rap, dance music. It's a real mishmash of stuff and it just works perfectly. So I can see your thinking. You've got your thinking. The cogs are ticking. Cogs are turning. And I can imagine you absolutely know exactly what this album is. I, I, I can't think. When I say it, you're going to kick yourself because you're going to go, fuck me, of course. The album that I've been listening to this week is Walthamstow by E17, their debut album from 1993. <laughs> you're fucking... Now, hear me out. The fucking first track on it. Are you serious? I'm being serious. I've been listening to E17. You week. are fucking not serious. I am serious. You wrote that fucking introduction for an E17 album. <laughs> are you serious? I'm serious. It's a fucking joke. I'll quit SBC now. <laughs> oh, mate, honestly, okay, go what on. an album. Honest. Not only did this album revolutionise rock and pop music. What? It also has some of the sexiest lyrics ever recorded on it. I, I'm not sure. I, shit I you still not. don't know whether to believe you or not. I've been listening to Walthamstow by E17 a lot. I okay. will show you my Spotify to prove to you that I have been listening to Walthamstow by E17. Okay. I, I can't say I've ever listened to an E17. You've never album. listened to House of Love. I've heard that song. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah okay. I've heard you? that. Because only because. E17 were rammed down your throat on the radio when they were around. They would have loved to what, have done Matt, that to you. the fucking stupid knobhead that run himself over? I'll get to that. <laughs> so, hell. Tony Mortimer, they're, they're the musical genius behind E17, right? Oh, yeah, genius. <laughs> he had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. <laughs> <laughs> and made early 90s ladies make a mess of their shell suits. Right now, as a disclaimer, I'm not going to spend too long on this album because it is undoubtedly a stone cold six out of six egg classic. But just to prove how sexy this album is, right, I'm going to read you some lyrics from their album, their song "Deep," which is the second single from that album. Right uh -huh. now, listeners out there, discretion is 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 suggested. You know, if you don't have tissues nearby, please pause, grab a towel. Strap in. Not on. Okay. On the song Deep, Tony states, I want to toss, I want to tumble, feel and fumble, I want to do you till my belly rumbles. That man is having sex so long he's getting hungry. <laughs> what a sexy bastard. <laughs> oh, God. Mate, honestly, I started listening to it. And then I started, I read, started reading the lyrics and I just thought, this is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> he says, he then goes on to say, so lay back and close your eyes while I fiddle, you can fantasise. <laughs> yeah, while I fiddle, you can fantasise. <laughs> he thought that line was so sexy, he had to say it twice. Oh, God. So he's in the corner of the room playing a fucking small stringed instrument <laughs> while she's fantasising about clearly somebody else, somebody who doesn't think that fucking banging till their belly rumbles is sexy. Yeah, so, I mean, that's all I'm going to say, but as you will, I think, attest, those are lyrics so good, they will make you want to eat so many baked potatoes that you run yourself over. 
Wow. <laughs> uh, are you giving that a, a little Baldy Man head review rating? Six out of six. Are you serious? <laughs> of course I'm not serious. <laughs> but that is genuinely... I, I fucking... Do you I, actually like that? It's all right. <laughs> fucking hell. You just said what we've been listening to. Yeah, yeah. And I needed something totally different from Lamb of God and Get the Shot to be listening to. And I just found myself in a little 90s hole and I started listening to E17 and I was like, there's, I just remember there's being... so much that you can listen to. You know how many albums there are in the world and you picked an album from a man 90. who run himself over. Yeah, he was only the singer. He didn't write the lyrics. Tony Mortimer's <laughs> the genius behind the lyrics. Genius. Fucking Genius. You look. You. I am shocked. I still. I still don't know if this is a wind up, and you're about to talk about the actual album. Oh, that's what I'm listening yeah, to. Yeah, I Chris, yeah. just for you guys out there, Chris looks betrayed. He actually looks like I've. Oh, I've sent him. I've. I've stabbed him in the back here. The whole time, I was just glazed eyes, just staring at you, just thinking, "Is this even real?" <laughs> like. Wow, awesome. Um, oh, listen to E17. Well, you know, You'll love well it. good luck to you in all your endeavours. <laughs> Fuck me. Awesome. So, have you finished talking about that? Oh, yeah, I can't speak anymore about them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they made me too emotional. Wow, okay. Oh, God. I'm going to get you an E17 t shirt. I'd love that. I, I know, ironically, I'd love that. Yeah, I bet you fucking would. Um,. Okay, so let's move on to have a little sippy of drink. Something that I think I don't think you're gonna like. It's funny because I thought that as well when I broke yeah, mine. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if you've listened to this band. You might have. So the the band I picked mm. is this is their third album, I believe, and it came out. This one came out in late August, so this is pretty new as oh, well. Oh, this year? Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. Okay. So this is, yeah, this is pretty new. Um, and it took me ages to decide what I was going to sort of talk about, because I've listened to fucking shitloads over the last, mm. especially since we did the mission statement, mm -hmm. I have listened to fucking loads. Mm -hmm. um, loads of which I love as well, um, and loads which I don't love Uh Five Finger Death Punch would be on that list. Have they got a new album? Yes. Oh, I didn't listen to it. A new album. It's fucking awful. I could imagine. Uh, which is which is a big disappointment because F8, their previous album, I actually thought was pretty good. It annoys me that they've called it F8 and it should have been Fate. What's... Well, maybe it is called Fate. And I'm no, just no, no they've, it F8. They've, they've gone out of their way to say, no, it's called F8. Oh, okay. Like, what a stupid fucking thing. But anyway. Um, yeah, but you know, I've listened to the new Parkway Drive. Oh, yeah, I love that. Which... I think it's fucking incredible. Yeah, it's fucking really um, good. That's one of them albums you could argue that they've gone a bit more commercialised oh, to, to, to reach a wider audience. But for me, that album is them making their mark. Oh, it's belting. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Um, you know, uh, and I've, I've been listening to Conquering, Employed to Serve. Yeah, mate. Fucking which, wicked. On your recommendation. Yeah. I've listened to that album to death. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, so good. Um, Such a fucking step up for him. Like, um, straight from the path, 
that you've been telling me about. Also belting. Um, but then, you know, as we said in the mission statement, I quite like my old shit as well. Yeah. So I, I'm always listening to stuff like White Snake and, and things like that. Mm. So I had loads I could have picked. Um, but I decided to pick the album True Power by I Prevail. Oh, God. Have you listened to I Prevail before? Bits of it. <laughs> right. You don't look at me like that. I'm not looking at you like you that. You talked about E17. <laughs> so, I, you could argue that I Prevail is a bit of a guilty pleasure mm. for me. Because they're not your typical metal band. Mm. Um, and that's possibly why I quite like them. Because they're unique. Um, and I do like bands that have their own sound yeah. and style. Um, and I suppose I'm not the typical listener either. Because for me, they seem like a band like for the younger listeners that are kind of just finding their feet in the in the metal world. Yeah, there definitely could be a gateway band <coughs> to, to exactly. heavier shit. Yeah. Exactly. Um and I and we need bands like that. 100 <clears throat> percent yeah. Um but yeah, definitely not me. I'm a, a seasoned, bold metal head who come from Motorhead and mm. Ozzy Osbourne and Judas Priest. So I'm I'm definitely not their typical fan. No. Um but I fucking loved the previous album. Um, trauma, it was called. Right. Um, <clears throat> have you listened to that at all? Nope. No. Are you, you going to listen to it after my yeah, review? Maybe. Maybe I'll see what you say first. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, there was loads of good tracks on Trauma. Um, Bow Down's the opening track. It's fucking really heavy. Mm. Um, yeah, the, the chorus, it goes into, um, you know, clean vocals and blah, blah, blah. But, but the whole album is a good mix of heavy sort of electronic, mm. loads of chill sort of music on there. I like listening to it when I when I don't want something too mental. Yeah, when you don't have to concentrate too much on something. Can you say mental? Or is that frowned on You just on said these it. Days? No, I know. Can you say You can say it. You can, it's frowned upon what, though, isn't it? It depends what context you use it in. You can say something is mental. If can you? you? Okay. If you look at somebody in the street who's having an episode... And you go, you're fucking mental, mate. Yeah. Then that's probably not nice. politically correct. Yeah, it's probably just not nice. Okay. Um, but yeah, but but there's elements of that album that are heavy and juicy and fucking, you know, do mm. make you want to bang your head. Mm. Um, and they've got two singers. They have a clean singer and a okay. and a sort of a, a like Berry tomorrow setup. Yeah. Um, and I, I like that album. So. Yeah. I don't mind stuff when, like that. It's stuff that mixes pop and metal and stuff. I don't mind as long as you do the metal as well as the pop. Yeah, yeah. Or, or okay. vice versa, you know? So I was excited for the new album to come out. Mm. Um, and straight off the bat, I think True Power is fucking awesome. It's a weird... Do you know what struck me? When you said that you were talking about an album called True Power, I thought you were going to go... By Powerwolf or Epica or yeah. Nightwish or something like that. True Power is not the the title that I would have aligned with. I Prevail, which are I think maybe more of an emo type. 
certainly from their lyrical standpoint, it's a little bit more inward looking and a little bit more like. Yeah, I mean, especially, uh, you know, the, their last album is called Trauma, mm. and the whole album really is a uh, is about sort of mental health mm. issues, mm. really. So yeah, they definitely, you know, that's where their music comes from. Yeah, like yeah. issues they're dealing with. Or, yeah, or I've got no issues. I've got. Um, <laughs> I said, I've got no issues with the like the emo tag on stuff. You yeah, know? people sort of label it with just fucking like all time low and shit like that. But yeah. like you know AFI and stuff. It's fucking great. Um, but yeah, so True Power, I it's it's a it's a major leap forward. Mm. Um, from the previous albums, it's it is way heavier. There's a lot of heavy shit on this. There's like huge breakdowns you might not like that because like you were saying about get the shot mm. oh they're fucking just overdoing everything because uh, I'm going to be old bastard like you might li- you might listen to this and go oh oh another breakdown mm. um, but for me anything that's done well I like uh, it, it, it's, it's awesome It and and what I get from this album which I haven't got from the previous two albums is you can pick out a lot of influences mm. in it as well. Parts of it remind me of Rage Against the Machine. Parts of it remind me of Eminem. Um, mega Linkin Park influences in the album. Early um, Linkin Park. Early? Um, no, I'd probably not. No, more mm. so later Linkin Park. Mm. Which? How late? <laughs> which? Uh, and I am. I'm a huge early Linkin Park fan. Um, not so much later Linkin Park fan, but. Yeah, this this more so later Lincoln Park, I would say. Okay. Having said that, um, even bits of it remind me of Crossfaith yeah. as well. Um, Crossfaith are fucking fun. Crossfaith are fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah, one of the best gigs I've been to as well. Yeah, mental. They're, they're mental. Their drummer was like fucking animal from the Muppets, wasn't it? Yeah. It's was great. Um, yeah, and you you could argue that parts of it are a bit boy bandish, mm-hmm. um, but that's that's what they are. That's what they do. Yeah, and uh, I, f- I fucking really like it. Mm, I will give it a listen. I will give it a listen. I probably won't review it on the pod just in case I am a grim- grumpy fuck and I give another album that you love a booting. <laughs> so, um, there's, so there's a track on there called Body Bag, yeah. which is it's oh. like the single that they released off the album. Yeah, It's fucking just brutal heaviness. Mm. Um Live, it must be fucking amazing. Mm. I bet the pits for it are epic. Um, all them kids jumping around, losing their shit. Yeah, they've got the energy to, haven't they? Yeah, I know. That used to be us. I know. And we tried when we got older as well. Yeah, we did. And we, we still have a go we on give, occasion. We gave it a good go a couple of times in, the, in the latter years. It's been a while since I've attempted to... To mosh. Mosh, properly. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I listen to that track, it just makes me want to... If I'm listening to it in the car, it just makes me want to fucking... Put your boot down. Rip the steering wheel off. Yeah. Um, yeah, run a fucking cyclist over. <laughs> and just... Cut that, s- cut that, cut that. Cycle wanker! <laughs> hang out the window. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. ju- it just definitely brings that like energy out, out in me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a track on there called Self Destruction. It's fucking awesome it's a bit rappy I don't mind that um, yeah 
I mean, when you said like Eminem raised against Machine, I was like, oh, tick tick. Yeah, I sort of like it's it's almost like a shame we can't play it now. Yeah, like, yeah. Almost like on a pause, play you some. Yeah. So you can like listen to a bit of it yeah, and yeah. sort of see what you think. Um, yeah, that's wicked. Judgment Day is a track on there. It's sort of like a heavy punk kind of sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and I th- I think that's a good example of of them growing as a band and moving on. And I'm adding it. Yeah, I I I, I overall I, I think it's 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 a brilliant album. It's fun. Um, loads of heavy fucking riffy head banging stuff um there's also loads of like softer guitars uh, yeah bit boy bandy vocals at times um electronic sound quite a bit of rapping here and there mm. but uh, yeah i like it and, oh, and, it sounds all right mate i mean i, I like fun yeah despite the last hour and a half <laughs> chat. Uh, you know, I don't mind pop music. I like rap. Yeah. I'll give it a listen. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would give it a listen. Um, and you're right. They're, they're, they they are a gateway band for younger listeners. That's where I feel I, they kind of sit. But I could see these. You know how like um, Bring Me Horizon mm. started off f- banging. Mm. And then they've gone oh, more and more. Yeah. We're gonna sell stuff on the radio now, and yeah. I feel like this is a band that's going in the opposite direction. Okay. I feel like this band, like the next thing they do, could be more appealing to the likes of you and me, mm. and the and the stuff we listen to. And yeah, I just it's interesting. Yeah. So. I think they're one of those bands that I'm as guilty as lots of other people I do sometimes as much as I try not to I do sometimes listen with my eyes and look at a band and go not for me yeah so I will listen to them I will try and get myself out of that habit and I will give them give give it a go you you still might not like it but give it a go Mm. and see what you think and yeah there's you know pick up see if you could pick up the influences I'll give it a bash. No, I do. But I, I'm going to give this album four and a half a solid bold, Baldy Heads out that's of six. A, that's a solid, solid rating. Because I, I, I really do think it's a good really album. really enjoyed it. Yeah. Ah, good. Um, and I wasn't going to pick something new um, because obviously we picked two new albums. But mm. I just, I liked it so much. Yeah. I thought... Just jumped out. Yeah. And, and I thought it's probably not something that you've listened to either. So yeah. hence why I... Trying to broaden my musical tastes, Chris. I appreciate it. <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, there are our reviews. That's what me and Chris have been listening to this month, aside from our recommended listening or our required listening. Sounds like a book club, doesn't it? it does sound like a book club. And I've got my... And you've got your papers, my, my, which is probably really setting people's teeth on edge. My notes. Here are my notes. <laughs> um, so, we will move on... Um, to our feature. To our feature. Oh, what's the feature jingle? Creature feature. Horror movies, yeah. <laughs> that was not bad. That was better than the news. Yeah. I'll I'll give you that. Cool. Um, do you want to start? No, you, start? you go for gold. Do you want to explain okay. what we've done? Just yeah. to recap. So, the feature this, this month is uh, music 
um, from horror movie soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Could be stuff we like. Could be um, bands that we found via horror movie soundtracks. And the horror movie theme kind of ties in nicely with it being close to Halloween and yeah. and all that kind of jazz. So uh, I'll kick off with the first Please movie do. slash album, if you like. Yeah. Have you picked... Sorry, just... um. Have you picked soundtracks in total or in whole soundtracks or songs? Because I've just picked songs. I have... I have picked movie slash soundtracks that are generally all pretty decent tracks or uh, within the the metal genre. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have kind of cherry picked my my favourites from the album. Yeah, good. That will make it easier when I try and do a Spotify playlist. <laughs> um, so most most of mine are from like the early two thousands mm-hmm. because. I back then I used to love the whole like teen horror genre, which was like a mega thing I at the time. Went fucking ballistic, didn't it? Wasn't it? After yeah. Scream, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so when I started researching, sort of the albums that I used to own, mm-hmm. I've got all these on fucking CD somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, CD for the younger viewers, that is a compact disc, and. Basically, a compact disc, you could fit 78 minutes of audio onto one disc and then you'd have to physically put it into a machine that would physically read the disc. I know, mind blown. Anyway, move on. Um, So, uh, the first movie I picked, Scream 3. Oh, okay. The Scream 3 soundtrack. Yeah. Scream 3 came out in 2000. Which I think Scream 1 was like 96 or something. Yeah, mad like crazy. That. A long time ago. Um, the Scream 3 soundtrack. There's loads of good tracks on there. And this is where I found several bands. Okay. As well. So there's a couple of tracks on there by Creed. Okay. Creed, not, not, not very well. Not very well... Um, Regarded these days, aren't they? They're sort of one of those bands that gets a bit of a slating. Creed. It's because Scott Stapp is fucking bel- he's bonkers, isn't he? He's a bit of a bell end. Yeah. I think Tremonti did the right thing in going. I'm going to yeah. distance myself from mm. this lunatic, and I'm going to go and set something else up. Yeah, I, 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 I liked Creed back in the day, and What If is on that soundtrack, which is probably the biggest song they release surely it's my sacrifice oh uh, yeah my sacrifice yeah that's right yeah um static x oh so i think this was the first time i ever heard static x was on that on that soundtrack um this is absolutely how i discovered system of a down okay spiders is on that album oh cool and then i remember listening to this album um listening to spiders and kind of thought that's ah, alright. And then I bought the first System of a Down CD. Yeah, still this album. No, that was the third album. Was it? Yeah. Oh, the self-titled. Yeah, self-titled was the first album. Bought the album, listened to it. Nah, wasn't really that fast. You want until the next album, um, Toxicity. Yeah. And then I revisited the first album. Right. And then I became a massive System, System of a Down fan. Um, but Seven Dust is on this album. 
Cole Chambers on this album. Fucking Cole Chamber. Um, Power Man 5000. They're, I think they're on every horror movie soundtrack. Is it of, the same song? Of the, no. Huh. Um, of, of, of the day. Um, but yeah, Cold Chamber. Because um, I, I liked Cold Chamber back in the day as well. Hmm. And since become a huge Devil, Devil Driver, Driver fan. And um, a little anecdote. When we saw Devil Driver in... Bournemouth. Bournemouth. With 36 Crazy Fists. Yeah. And we got tickets to go and... Um, meet the band after the gig. Yeah. And we met Des Miserable. He was quite miserable. Which is weird because in in the industry he's very widely renowned as being a super, super happy man. Yeah, he was very moody, wasn't he? Yeah, perhaps they had a bit of a bust up afterwards or something. Mm. Or maybe he just didn't like the look of us. Might not. I mean, we were fucking steaming and asking stupid questions. Oh, that's true. So. We were fucking hammered, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, pr- pretty hammered. Well, we'd been drinking with the two lads from 36 yeah. Crazy Fists. we got so pictures of that. We were pretty steaming. Yeah. So Because Brock, the lead singer, is a huge man. He's a giant. He is a giant man and he can put away a lot of beer. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so that's my first pick. Nice. What have you got for me? Okay, so I've just gone songs. Okay. So, first one which has been covered in the last few years, but I think is the, the, the classic song from a horror movie soundtrack, and I am pushing the word horror slightly. This is off the Lost Boys soundtrack, uh-huh. and it's Cry Little Sister by Gerard, Gerard McCann. What a fucking tune. Is a tune. I just want to point out to listeners, Gerard McCann or Jerry McCann is not related to that McCann. The one who lost, misplaced his daughter. Different McCann. Polite way of putting it. I was going yeah. to say something far more derogatory. Yes. Him. Yeah. A different McCann. Not, not. Dr. McCann. Not Dr. Dr. McCann. Dr. McCann, medicine woman. Dr. <laughs> McCann. <laughs> but yeah, what yeah. a fucking song. Obviously oh, covered recently that by. That's a really good shout. Belter, isn't it? Yeah. Covered by he who shall not be named because he's a weirdo. Yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah, fucking great song. Nice. Um, so, have you ever seen the movie Maximum Overdrive? No. Stephen King. No. You never seen it? So no. This is like mid eighties, okay. nineteen eighty six to be precise. It's got Emilio Estevez in it. Oh, Emilio. Charlie Sheen's it's brother. Cousin. cousin. Brother, isn't it? Cousin. Is it? Yeah. So they're brothers. Nah. Are you sure? Uh-huh. Or do I need to Google that? No. Google it. Charlie Sheen's brother slash cousin. Um, it's about um, like machines that come to life. Okay. And then they this like in this little weird town, and like all the machines, so like the toaster and like the the fucking like the trucks and all that. Fuck. Is he his brother? <laughs> yes. Fuck. Eat shit, Chris Juan. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, they come to life and they try and kill the people in the town. Okay. The whole movie is ACDC soundtrack. Oh, nice. So you know the Who Made Who album? Yeah. That is the soundtrack to that movie. Ah. That's what the album is. Ah. Yeah. So I, I didn't find that out until later on. I owned the Who Made Who album when I was younger. Listened to it and and then later on I found out it was the actual soundtrack to Maximum Overdrive. Oh, cool. But, so that whole album is just ACDC. And it's got some of their fucking bangers on it. Hell's Bells. 
Love that um, for those about to rock, who made who, shake your foundations, which is fucking wicked. Um, yeah, so I've I've listened to that album a lot, and I have, you know, seen the movie a few times. So that, I thought, when we're doing horror movie soundtracks, that's a fucking good one. Spicy. Yeah. Spicy ricey. Um, Okie doke. So my next one is, I didn't really know the song, if I'm completely honest, until I started researching. Okay. Um, but I knew the movie. So I remember yeah. back in the day, I used to go around to my uncle's house and Uh-oh. me... No, nothing dodgy. Me and my uncle <laughs> and my... Uh, uh, cousins used to sit and we'd watch shit movies yeah and i remember watching the first like i don't know 58 fucking nightmare on elm streets <laughs> round his house yeah even the one he even had a vhs the his um with the the 3d one where, oh yeah i remember yeah, that the yeah, 3D yeah, one, yeah we had all the shit goggles well, on. Not like the fifth movie or, fifth something. One or something like that. Yeah, i remember that fucking yeah awful like Matt, definitely a, a franchise of diminishing returns. First mm. one was superb, and then got steadily more stupid and ridiculous after that. Mm. But <clears throat> as I was looking at this, I was listening to songs off Nightmare on Elm Street Three, uh-huh. Dream Warriors, the song Dream Warriors by Dokken. Oh, okay. It is a bit of eighties glam metal perfection. Hmm. It's fucking off, stupid off the top over of my the top. Head, it doesn't. I don't. I can't place it or, or hear it in my head. But I think you'd know it when okay. it, when it came on. You'd go, ah, yeah. Okay, cool. It's, I mean, it is Sunset Strip, silly oh, fucking nonsense. That's really a good one. But yeah. Oh, nice. Good tune. Great. Um, so obviously there's shit loads of Rob Zombie to pick from. Yep. Um, I've gone with, um. Rob Zombie movie when he uh, remade the first Halloween movie mm-hmm. back in 2007. Um, there isn't actually any Rob Zombie on that album. Um, it's more sort of classic rock yeah. on that album. That makes sense. He was trying to, it was like an ode to the yeah. original 1970s um, movie. But it? there are some bangers on there. Mm. Um Blue Oyster Cult, Don't Fear the Reaper. Fucking belter, that song. Nazareth, Love Hurts. Lovely stuff. Uh, Rush, Tom Sawyer. That is... Uh, that, but, I mean, that, that song doesn't remind me of Halloween. It reminds me of I Love You, Man. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 100%. But it's a fucking tune. Mm. Um, Kiss, God of Thunder. Um, and The Misfits are on there as well. Lovely. Um, it, it's, a, it's fucking really good album and I sort of thought that throws in some nice classic sort of rock tunes and they're all fucking awesome yeah that moves sw- that moves perfectly into my next pick which is um, from the film Bride of Chucky yeah and is Robert Zombie himself uh-huh. living dead girl because ah. of course it's Halloween and why wouldn't you have Rob Zombie because he is Mr. Halloween indeed he is yeah I wonder if his surname is Zombie. I believe so. No, strange. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, going back to 2000s mm-hmm. horror movies, I've gone with Dracula 2000. I have also got a song from Dracula have you really? 2000. So... What's, have, you, have you picked the Power Man 5000 song? No, I haven't. No. 
Go on, what have you got? Uh, I've picked Slayer Bloodline. Hey. So that whole album mm. is... It's just metal. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, that was... It's got Pantera on it. Mm-hmm. Disturbed, Slayer, System of a Down. Um, Linkin Park are on that album. Mm-hmm. Um, so when was the first Linkin Park album? Uh, Meteora, uh, not uh, Meteora, sorry. Um, hybrid Theory. Hybrid Theory was 99? I'd say not, yeah. So I mean, this is, and then yeah. took off in 2000. So this is Early Doors for Linkin Park. Yeah. Um, One Step Closer's on there. Static X are on there again. Saliva are on there. Ooh. So that must be early days for Saliva as well. 2000s is, that's probably um, where a lot of those bands got their, yeah, got their break. Yeah, like because all these horror movies soundtracks seem to be swimming with these bands. Yeah, and like you say, this is that that mid two thousand, early to late, early to mid two thousands period was fucking every horror movie soundtrack was chock full of metal and rock. One band that was on that album was a band called Taproot. Yeah, I know Taproot. Remember Taproot? Yeah. yeah. Are they, do they do they still around? Are they st- no, no, they ne- they're so. one of them bands that never really had any success. But I remember their first album, and mm. I thought it was fucking great. Had the little baldy head man on the front, that. No, that's you. <laughs> that's my album. <laughs> yeah. Okay, though. You might also have this film on there. Um, but I have my next pick is from Resident Evil Apocalypse. Uh, no. So there's a few really good tunes on Resident Evil Apocalypse, but I have gone with band that we've already mentioned 36 crazy fists oh cool and the song Bloodwork. because oh. i fucking love 36 crazy fists yeah and i love the album that's from as well oh cool yeah i think all the resident evil movie soundtracks are probably quite good if you like yeah, metal yeah 100 percent. because one of my picks is is the original resident evil movie yeah. um and that that album's swimming slipknot yeah, I My looked plague. at it. There's so many. Il Nino. We saw them at Hammerfest. We, we saw Il Nino. And yeah. their fucking first album. I loved that first album. <laughs> I remember you getting very moist about it. <laughs> um, Mudvayne are on that. Mm. Dig. What a fucking tune that is. Um, Cold Chamber on there again. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, Marilyn Manson. Edema. Yeah. You ever heard them? Yeah. Move on. <laughs> yeah, I have heard them, unfortunately. Um, that's, that's everyone's on there. That's a tune. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I'm not going to shit on. I'm not going to shit on anything anymore. This this episode, I've 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 done. I've done my shitting. My bowels are empty. Um, right. So the next song I've picked is from a film that isn't very good. Um, but I weirdly enjoyed it. So it's almost like next month's feature and this month's feature all in one. Because it's a bit okay. of a guilty pleasure. I've watched it a fair few times. Yeah. The film Queen of the Damned. That is on my list. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, um, in the film, all of the singing, all the like, original songs are done by Jonathan Davis. Um, the actor just mimes. Um, but I decided to pick a song from the soundtrack from one of my fucking all-time favourite bands, I picked Deftones, Change in the House of Flies. Yeah. Because I love it, and I love Deftones. Mm-hmm. And they could slap my mum, and I would still love them. That track is on my list. <coughs> I don't mind Deftones. I'm not a huge Deftones fan. That's fair. Um, but 
I don't understand it. That, but whole, it's that whole album's fucking really good. There's loads of good shit on there. Papa Roach are on there. They are. Dead Cell. Papa Roach live. Oh, yeah, very fucking good. superb. Very, very good live. Yeah, M- much, much enjoyment. Much There's, revelry. Who did we, we went to Birmingham oh. to see Papa Roach. Yeah, they who supported were they with? Stone Sour or Disturbed. It was Disturbed, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Disturbed Down With The Sickness is on this album. Yes, it is. Um, David Draymond doing Forsaken. Um, Static X again. Marilyn Manson. They loved a bit of bloody Static X, didn't they? Yeah. Um, Earshot. Have you heard of that band? No, Just, I've seen the album. A, there's cover. a track on there called Headstrong. By oh, I've Earshot. heard it. I've heard that song. Everyone's heard that song. It's quite cool. It's, yeah, a, it's, bit, right. it's a bit grungy. Ba, ba, bam, bam, I quite like ba, it. Ba, um... Yeah. Yeah, so Queen of the Damned soundtrack, I think, is really good. Yeah, it for is. For a horror it movie is. soundtrack. Yeah, and it fits the, I mean, it fits the movie reasonably well. As I said, the film ain't very good. It's enjoyable enough. <coughs> but um, I've just seen on your list, actually, you have also got, you've also picked up on this, the Chain, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003 remake. Yeah. I picked uh, Below the Bottom from Hatebreed off that. Because I love Hatebreed, yeah, just a very good band, particularly live. Like, as I said earlier on, Jamie Jaster is like an ADHD kid, like that has snorted every bag of Skittles in the world when he's on stage. I think when they were did uh, did you come to Bloodstock when they were at Bloodstock? Yeah, and he got out on stage with Ice T to do Cop Killer when oh. No, that was a download. I saw he joined... So the most excited I've ever seen a human being was Jamie Jaster being called out on stage by Ice-T with body count (laughs) to do Cop Killer. And honest to God, I don't think his feet touched the floor for the entire (laughs) performance. He Um, floated around like Peter Pan with a grin on his fucking chops. Yeah, I I saw Hatebreed last year Mm. at Bloodstock and, oh, fucking hell. Oh, just awesome. Mm. Just absolutely awesome. Look, Pantera is on that album, Immortally Insane. Soil. Do you remember that band? Yeah, I remember the song. I The, the song on this album is Pride, but no Halo, Halo yeah. was the song that like kicked off my soil. They've got that one oh. song, but that album was massive. That album it was, was It was huge, yeah. I, f- I don't know why. I thought it was good. Yeah, they've got the song. Fucking hell. Um, Shadows Fall. I liked Shadows Fall back Destroyer in the day. Destroyer of Senses. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, I liked Shadows I Fall. Don't, I have not day. listened to Shadows Fall for fucking we years. Did we? did we? Yeah, yeah. We saw they um, supported Five Finger Death Punch at the Oxford O2. Did they? Yeah. Fucking hell, my memory's bad. Yeah, yeah. I never would have thought I'd seen Shadows Fall. Yeah, oh, you have. Funny. Okay. Lamb of God, Ruin is on there. Yeah, Belter. Absolutely. Um, Mushroom Head. Yeah, I don't mind Mushroom I Head. I like Mushroom Head. I don't mind them. Um, and Meshuggah is on that album. That. Um, Rational Glaze. Um, for those that don't know Meshuggah, Swedish, um, heavy metalers. They they literally invented sort of the gent yeah, yeah. Um, genre. I always, I do like Meshuggah, but more than about 20 minutes. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I like the gent sound. Yeah. But yeah, after like fifteen twenty minutes, you you kind of. 
I was talking to a mate, Johnny, who really likes them, and he like he really likes Michigan, and he really, I mean, he really likes some like redunculously heavy shit. That, yeah. Like me and him sat there one night, and the lasses were in the other room drinking wine, and we were chatting and listening, and he was like, "Listen to this, listen to this, listen to this." After about twenty minutes, I was like, "I'm gonna be sick in a minute," like because my head feels like you've stuck it in a blender. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I get with Meshuggah. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe that Meshuggah formed in 1987. Mental, isn't it? That's crazy. Absolutely mental. 1987. I was, yeah. I was six years old. Yeah. Um, I was yeah. already grumpy. I know you were. <laughs> Have you got anything else? One more. Yeah, I've got one more as well. Oh. It's not the same one, is it? It's not the same one. Okay. So, my last one is a complete left field. Yeah. It's not really a rock or metal song okay. in any way, shape or form, but probably from the, the horror movie that scared the shit out of me more than any other scary movie, um, and that's Tubular Bells from The Exorcist. Ah, that's but a good pick, actually. That well fucking film scared the piss out of me. And to this day, I will mm. not watch it again. Even yeah, though I know it. it looks silly and schlocky now, it still scares the fucking piss out of yeah. me. Yeah, good chap. Thank you. Um, my last pick is from the new Halloween Kills movie. I thought you might have. I had to pick this. Yeah. Um, so the new Halloween movies aren't... They're not Rob Zombie, are they? They're... No. Um, Matey Mc... John Somebody. Carpenter? I don't know if he's taken them back over or not. Maybe. I think they are. They are they? Be. I'm not going to Google them. Why does no, your head keep going? I don't know. Yeah, so it's from that. I thought you were going to fall uh, off the chairs. Ghost... Hunter's Moon. Yeah, tune. Um, which I don't actually think is in the movie. I think it's just like the credits track at the end. Um, but I fucking love absolutely love Ghost. And I think that's off of one of the best albums that we've seen in recent times. That's off um, the, the newest one, the isn't it? The newest album, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, so that's my last pick. So... That's going to be able to make a fucking wicked Spotify playlist out of that. Hell of a There's a nice little mix of tracks yeah. and genres and things in yeah. amongst that lot. That will keep the kids away from the fucking door if you play it loud enough. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yeah just play Meshuggah at the door and no one will come. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. That's the end That's of our feature the feature. feature. Yeah. Feature. First feature. Tick. <laughs> <laughs> I think that brings us round pretty much to the end of this month's show, doesn't it? It does, really. I mean, ordinarily, we would have a little section to kind of say about emails or messages from people. But, mm -hmm. you know, we're new and we have... No fuckers contacted no, us. No, no one's bothering with the two bold bastards. Yeah. Um, Although we did have one message that I noticed. Um, apparently we're not on the Korean Spotify. Yeah. Um, so what have you done to piss off the Koreans? I think it was probably the Kim Jong-un phase that I went through. Right. So Is that well documented on the internet? Well, I mean, it just so happened to coincide with when I went to visit South Korea. Uh-huh. And unfortunately I had the haircut and I was reading pro uh, communist literature on in every train station <laughs> so every train station you went to or you just specifically went to every train station I just went to all the train stations <laughs> <laughs> okay so that is literally all the communications we've had 
So if you lot could pull your finger out and send us some even... We haven't even had a dick pic. No, it's not a single one, but although you haven't set up the email for it. so I, I haven't set up a specific dick pic email. No. no. Um, Do you want to whiz through the, the where they can find us on socials and stuff just in case somebody does want to get in touch? Yep. So we're on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We are on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We are on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that um, is Stone Bowl Crazy on all of yeah, those. At Stone Bowl Crazy. We have our email address, which is Stone Bowl Crazy at gmail.com. There you go. I said that without fucking it up. You did, because I fucked it up first time around. That's just why I'm not doing it. You did. Um, we've got the website, stoneboldcrazy.co.uk. Yarp. Um, you promised the listeners I would get that done. But I failed to deliver, so it's still just the holding page. But there is a contact link on there, so there you go. And yeah. that works because I've tested it. Yep, yeah, great. That works. I've done something <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, that's how you can get in touch with us. Please follow yeah. on on our um, socials. That would be awesome. Yeah, you know, as as well as um, kind of things about the recordings. We're kind of going to start throwing up there. What just what we're listening to now, what we're doing now. We're going to go to gigs. We'll kind of put some stuff up there about that. Yeah. Um, I've got one coming up, so which coincides with what we're reviewing on next month's show, actually, haven't we? So. Yep, yeah, cool. Um, what have I got in the bag for the rest of this year? I'm, I'm going to see a Creedence Clearwater Revival tribute band. That would be very fun. I'm excited for yeah, that. Yeah, I do like Creedence. Um, I'm going to see Alter Bridge. In December. Nice. Um, which I've never seen, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, incidentally, have you listened to the new album? No. No. Uh, <laughs> fucking hell. Um, yeah, so there's a few things coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, what, next next month's next show? Next month's show. Let's give people um, an a view, a overview of what's going on next month. What can you expect? So, you know, we'll be giving you some more news. Yeah. News that you just have to hear about. Um, we'll have two more album reviews that we're mm-hmm. going to do between us um, and we have picked those uh, one of them has literally just come out this Friday Yeah, um, we're going to review the Architects new album uh, the classic symptom of a broken spirit indeed maybe that's the album that could cure you maybe they've written it about me <laughs> literally that just describes you <laughs> To a T. Um, so, yeah, so that's the first one. And then the second album, which doesn't come out until the 18th of November. Um, so we'll only have like a, a week or so to listen to it. But Disturbed's new album's coming out mm. called Divisive. Which is what they are. Um, I, technically, I suppose they're divisive. I would say they're divisive. Um, but I'm a Disturbed fan, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I um, shall be listening to it. And then, obviously, Chris will be talking about another fucking E17 album <laughs> I'm going to um, move on to Steam next month oh god um, and then whatever I've been listening to I feel like I'm going to pick something old school next month nice a bit of a curveball maybe um, and our feature monthly feature um, we're going to do guilty pleasures next month yeah so I don't have to throw in E17 because I can just talk about how yeah, much I love them there sure you can yeah um, yeah so guilty pleasures not like, I'm guilty for things that, that um, things that we like that are our guilty pleasures yeah 
It's everyone it's knows what guilty. Yeah, yeah, everyone then. knows what a guilty pleasure is, don't yeah. they? Yeah, you've all got them. Listening to this is probably one. To be fair, um, yeah. So that's that first yeah. one done. How long was that? Hour and fifty. Fuck me, we're nearly on the two-hour mark. I know. Jesus Christ. On that note, we should probably let these good fine people fuck off. Yeah, if you're listening, thank you. We appreciate it. We do. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, follow us on the socials. Follow us. Give us a review in-app if you're listening on uh, Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. Um, and as we say here at the end of every episode of Stone Bowl Crazy... Ribba, ribba, <laughs>